Sammy is a hitter. She woke up, slow at first, and then her inside voice screamed, Yay! Let's go! And then her eyes sprang open, and her whole body bounced up out of bed. Today was her big day. At first, she just stood in her bedroom. Her feet didn't move. She wondered, why aren't my feet running me downstairs? And then she realized, I'm scared. But it was her big day. So she thought, come on, fear, let's go anyway. And she put on her shoes and she put on her shirt and she put on her sweats and she picked out her afro and shaped it round in the mirror. She looked in the mirror and thought her eyes looked bright and open. She couldn't see the invisible mystery power flowing out of her eyes. So she just thought of that power as bright. She was nine years old. Her name was Sammy and she went downstairs. breakfast was already ready when she got down to the kitchen and they were all waiting for her because they knew today was her big day and her brother said hey and her mother said good morning and her dad said good morning and then her sister said hi and she said good morning everybody and tried to sound upbeat and confident. She sat down and her father served her breakfast. Normally, when everyone had breakfast together, everybody talked over everybody else, especially when it was Saturday, like today. Everybody said their plans for Saturday and what they were going to do, like for play, after chores. Today, no one spoke. Finally, her brother said, he might go fishing later. He emphasized later because he knew, they all knew, that everyone was going to be involved in her big day. Finally, her father told a dry, kind of boring story about turning over the soil to prepare it for mom's garden. He only told that story to keep Sammy from feeling that everyone was thinking about and looking at her. The only serious thing her father said all during breakfast is, Sammy, eat everything. I know you aren't hungry, but eat it anyway. You need the fuel. So she stopped pushing her food around and she ate her fuel for the day. It was time to go get ready because she had to be there at 11 o'clock and it was already 9.30. Sammy went upstairs and pulled out the white socks. Then Sammy put on the red socks over the white socks. And then she put on her special pants and her special shirt. Sammy put on her old gym shoes and slung her special shoes over her shoulder, tied by the laces. She grabbed the rest of her kit and she came downstairs. 
By the time she got downstairs, everyone was dressed and ready, and they all got in Dad's big car. Mom drove, but Dad told Sammy to sit in the front this time, and Dad got in the back with her brother and sister. Sammy's mom drove fast so they could get there quick. The parking lot was already crowded. It seemed more crowded than it had been when she watched her brother play two years ago. She got out of the car, and then her mother said, You go ahead. We'll get up with you. Dang, we got to the park so quick, she thought. Then Sammy walked through the park wearing her uniform with her cleats over her shoulder, with her baseball mitt laying on her head, with her batting gloves in her back pocket. She knew this was the cool way to do all this. Her afro already was squishing out all around her cap, and then her mitt on top made it squish out even further. Her town was mostly white, and the people all knew who Sammy was. Sammy kept repeating to herself, I got this. I got this. I got this. And she tried not to notice that everybody in the park was watching her, even though the women all smiled at her. She didn't smile back because she had her game face on. Sammy walked down along the right field fence behind the visitors' team dugout and behind the tall, curved backstop fence. And she walked behind the home team dugout, her team's dugout. Her team was there in left field warming up. And the boys on her team called out to her, What's up, Sass? What's up, Sassy? What's up, Sammy? Sassy Sammy, hey! And she tried to sound casual but strong as she yelled back, Hi, guys! to everyone. But to her, it sounded like a squeak came out. So she tried to yell louder and deeper. Hey, Jim. Hey, Craig. Hey, Tim. Hey, Brian. Hey, coach. And she sat down to put her cleats on before she warmed up. They were plastic cleats, not metal cleats. The coach said, Sammy, you're playing second base and you're batting second too. Okay, coach she said enthusiastically, even though her heart began to pound. She didn't see everyone in the stands watching her now, and she couldn't hear everyone talking about her. But her inside place knew it. And her heart was very in touch with her inside place. So her heart was pounding. Sammy was the second base person for the Southern Savings and Loan Little League baseball team. She lived in Dalton, and Sammy was the first girl and the first black girl who had ever played Little League Baseball in Dalton Little League. From then, things happened so lightning quick. There was a coin toss, and Sammy's team won that, so Southern Savings and Loan was batting first. The crowd was all there in the stands. It looked like half of the town. Her parents were there and her brother and sister, and before she knew it, Craig was in the batter's box. Craig was batting first. Craig was real good, and didn't waste no time showing it. The first pitch came, and Craig hit it for a single right over the shortstop's head. And then, 
There Craig stood at first, looking at Sammy, calling her name. Sammy girl, bring me in, sissy. Sammy wondered why she didn't practice even more last week. Next up to bat. But she walked towards the batter's box. She liked the way her afro felt squished tight in her helmet. She didn't like the way the whole crowd was yelling on both sides of the field. It sounded like the whole town was yelling, and for one horrible second, she thought she was going to pee her pants. But she didn't. Now, she was very aware that everyone was looking at her, and everyone was talking about her. She moved to the left side of the plate because she was left-handed. Before she got in the batter's box, she looked at the boys in the field on the other team, and some of them looked mad, and some of them were smiling like they were laughing at her. On her team, all the boys in her dugout were yelling her name. They were yelling, come on, Sammy, you got this. Come on, sissy, you got this. Some of the boys called her sissy like her sister. They told her she was their sister and they were happy she was on their team. She knew some of them only said it because coach had told them to say it that way, but she still liked it. But some of the boys like Craig and Jim and Tyler, Craig was black too. They were really happy that the first girl in Little League was on their team, especially Jim. He told her he wanted to win the championship with a girl on his team and that if she could bat 200, they would. And he was the best player. And after practice, every day he had thrown her 50 extra pitches. She liked practicing with Jim. And now she stood in the batter's box on opening day and she gripped the bat like she'd seen the Cubs and the Yankees do. The first pitch came. It maybe looked like a good pitch, but she was so nervous she just wasn't sure and it went right past her and the umpire said, strike one. She tried to game face it off like she didn't mind at all. But she was so embarrassed. Just like a girl, she thought. She didn't swing. Just like a girl. Be aggressive, she thought. You've got to be aggressive. And she backed out of the batter's box and stomped both of her cleats very hard and hit one of her cleats with the bat like she'd seen the Yankees do during games that she'd watched with her dad. And she swung the bat around and around like she was the boss of that bat. And she stepped back in the batter's box and crouched into position and made sure to set her game face super hard. She thought, I don't care if the ball hits me. The pitcher wound up and he threw the ball. This time, she knew it was high and she let it go. And the umpire said, ball one. She thought, it's back even. But I have to be ready to swing, to be aggressive. Jim and Tyler and Craig had told her that. Hitters were aggressive. Hitters didn't wait to walk. Jim said, don't just take freebies, Sammy. Go after yours. And Craig added, especially when you're black. Sammy, when you're black, you have to go get yours. 
Jim and Tyler nodded at that, and Taylor said, Yeah, sissy, you're black, so that's good. <laughs> and then they all laughed. And Jim said, Good advice, Tyler. And they all laughed again. And now it was a one-in-one count on opening day, and Sammy backed out of the box again and swung the bat around her head. She heard somebody in the crowd laugh, and somebody else shushed that person who laughed. She blushed that someone laughed at her. She knew the catcher could see her blushing, and she thought, I'm blushing like a girl. And then she got mad again, and she got back in the batter's box and got into position and held her bat tight and looked the pitcher right in the eye with her game face and thought, I don't care if you hit me. I'm not going to flinch. I hope you do hit me. I'm not going to cry. And the pitcher threw, and the pitch looked perfect. And she loved this pitch. And Sammy swang. And Sammy missed. Not even a foul tip. And the umpire called, Strike two. Sammy backed out of the batter's box again, and she could feel hot in the face. This is her first time batting. She's the first girl in town, and the first black girl, too. And Craig was waiting on first base. She can't strike out. No, her inside voice said, loud and clear. Stop all that and come back to yourself. Let them watch. Let them laugh. Let them be mad. Hit. And Sammy whispered that very quietly to herself. Let them be them. Hit. Then she got back in the box without swinging the bat around or thinking about the Yankees or her father. She didn't think about a game face. She just waited for the pitch. She heard her mother calling, encouraging, and she knew which clap was her brother's clap. But she didn't feel connected to any of that. She was just waiting for the ball to come. And here the ball came. And it came right at her head. Sammy calmly leaned back just a little, just enough for the ball to miss her. Her mother screamed a little, and the umpire called, Ball two. And Sammy heard the other mothers laughing at her mother for screaming. And Sammy backed out of the box again. She looked up the third baseline at her coach. And the coach held up one index finger meaning one strike left. Then the coach looked right in Sammy's eye and said, You got this. And then Sammy caught eyes with Jim in the dugout. And Jim looked right in her eye and said loudly, You're not a walker, Sammy. And she stepped back in the batter's box. Sammy thought, I'm just waiting for the ball to come. And the crowd faded away to no sound at all. And the ball came. Sammy saw the red laces twirling. And she saw white dots between the red laces. And she saw 
black lettering on the ball. And when she could read the lettering on the ball that read, Official Little League Baseball. And when she saw the F in official, she swung her bat right at that F and tried to knock that F right off of the ball. She cracked that F. The ball sailed over the second baseman's head and the whole park erupted. And as the ball shot between the right and center fielder, the bleachers began to bang from people jumping up and down. And then when the ball hit the center field fence, Sammy saw the coach waving her on. So she ran past second and headed to third. And Craig crossed third and headed home. I didn't leave Craig hanging, she thought as she ran as fast as she could. And the coach was jumping up and down and he yells, hit it! And Sammy slid into third base ahead of the ball. And she popped up like Jim had taught her by flicking her back leg against the ground. And that's how Sammy came to be standing on third. On both sides of the field, the parents of both teams were screaming and calling her name. And it seemed to Sammy that Coach had tears in his eyes as he slapped her back kind of hard. She got a triple her first time at bat. Craig and Jim were actually dancing with each other in the dugout. And Sammy stood there and tried to look cool, but mostly she tried not to cry. But she did cry a little because she felt like crying a little. Finally, after two minutes that seemed like ten, the umpire got impatient and started yelling, okay, okay, baseball game, baseball game, play ball. And Tyler stepped into the batter's box. He was number three. His nickname was Bam Bam. And Sammy called, bring me home, Bam. And that made her stop crying. Then Sammy saw the pitcher was looking at her. So she looked back at the pitcher. He looked so ashamed because a girl had gotten a triple off him. The first girl to ever play in the Dalton Little League got a triple off him on a 2-2 count. He was supposed to strike her out. And she felt a little bit sorry for him. And then her inside voice said, No. Whatever comes, you try hard. And Sammy whispered, Yeah. They're going to have to get used to it. Because I'm a hitter. And I'm here to stay. And then she got ready for Bams at bat. And for the rest of the game. And for the rest of the season. And the rest of her career in the Dalton Little League. Sammy is a hitter. Sammy is a hitter. Vocal performance and narration by Chris Bauer. Story created and written by Nick Gilly. Produced, edited, and mixed by Lafern Cusack and Inferno Productions. Music courtesy of Harry J. Lennox and performed by Eric Lewis. A Bedtime Project is a Black University production.